dedicated to each and every one of you who appreciate a great glass of wine. You know what I mean? It's Monday. Let's raise a glass to the beginning of another week. It's time to unscrew, uncork, or saber a bottle. And let's begin exploring a wine glass. Today, we return to Winefabet Street, where the letter of the day is U for Uni Blanc. Uni Blanc is also known as Tribbiano, an Italian wine grape, and one of the most widely planted grape varieties in the world. Its high acidity makes it an important component of cognac. And I got to sit down with Eric Forget, cellar master, and Julian Botel, vineyard manager for Hein Cognac. Thank you to Hein Cognac for sponsoring this episode. Wine. Hey everybody, I'm Lori Budd, a UC Davis winemaking program, someday service, champagne specialist, and WSET level two graduate. You can find Exploring the Wine Glass on all the socials, as well as your favorite podcast catchers. If you haven't subscribed yet, now's the perfect time to swipe, subscribe, rate, and review. I promise I'll never tell you what to drink, but I'll always share what's in my glass. No, no, no. I want to give a big shout out to Alex Strath One for leaving this five-star review. Lori is the bomb. I listen to a lot of drink podcasts and Lori has got to be number one when it comes to stories and topics not heard anywhere else. I love this show. Thank you, Alex Strath One, for listening and for leaving this fantastic review. This truly is the best way to show support for the podcast and to help other wine lovers find Exploring the Wine Glass. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Winefabet Street. We are day drinking today because we have a very special, special guest with us. Today, we are up to the letter U, and it is for Uni Blanc. And we have Eric Forget and Julian Bot- Boteau. I think I said that sort of close. Um, <laughs> from Hein Cognac. So we are uh, we are so excited to have Hein sponsor this episode today and talk about Uni Blanc and Cognac. We're going to be learning about uh, how to drink cognac, what cognac is, and why it is so special. So I am your co-host, Lori. I am a UC Davis winemaking graduate, WSET level two graduate, a champagne specialist, and a someday service um, certified. And I am thrilled to be here and be your co-host for this educational program. And my co-host is Debbie. I'm Debbie Giaquindo. I'm a certified specialist of wine and a wine location specialist in port and champagne. I'm author of the book, Tapping the Hudson Valley, Day Trips and Weekend Itineraries, Visiting the um, Hudson Valley Area. And I'm a restaurant owner in uh, Trio North Wildwood in North Wildwood, New Jersey. And before we even get started, I have to apologize. I've had a family emergency, so I'm going to have to duck um, probably about 20 minutes in. Um, but I leave you in good hands. Hey. And our special guests are Eric and Julian. So please, Eric and Julian, give us a little bit story about you two. So I could I could go first. So Eric Forge, I am the cellar master of the Heine Cognac House. I joined the company in '99, so roughly 20 years ago. Uh, I, I previously I worked in the cognac industry uh, in different uh, in different uh, other houses. 
and uh, and then I, I am in charge of the product and everything you could uh, appreciate and love. Thank you, thank you, and Julian. I spent my afternoon in Turin, Chinon, where I was happened to develop my passion for the riches of the wine region. In addition, my background where wine grows in the Charente region. So I naturally studied wine and wine in Tours and later in Dijon. What interests in prestigious estate in Burgundy or the Midoc, enjoying Chateau Marco as a vineyard manager in 2001, where I spent almost 20 years working before having the show and joining the Dijon Island. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm so excited to be able to have both people where we can see it from the vineyard to the bottle and get the whole story in between. Uh, so, Deborah, should we do the video? Get ready for the video? Yes. Let's do it. All right. Street, where the letter of the day is you, and it is Uni Blanc, and we are being sponsored by Hein Cognac. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So Deb, why don't you get us get us started? Okay, we'll go dive right into the interview here. Um, you know, welcome. You began, Eric. You began working at Hein in 1999. That's that's a long time ago. What were you doing prior to that time? Before to join, before to join, to join Hein, I work in another small company called Hennessy. Oh, uh, small company. Small company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I was in charge of the of the supply uh, for wine, uh, for uh, for for distillation, for uh, all the products, and also the relationship between the house and the and the suppliers. And uh, and in '99, I joined Hein, but at that time. Uh, Hein was part was a daughter company of uh, of, uh, of Hennessy, the reason why. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. Wow. Okay. All right. And so, just the, were you always in? Were you always into cognac? Uh, you know, like were you? Did you grow up drinking? You know, learning about cognac and learning about it. Okay, just, just a couple of words about my background. So, I am a native from the cognac region. I, I born in Angoulême, very, very, very near, uh, thirty kilometers from uh, from 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 Jarnac or Cognac. Then, uh, I, I, okay, I follow, and uh, I am graduate enologist, graduate from Champagne. I have heard that some are specialists about the Champagne, so I learn in Champagne. So I love also the bubbles, anyway. <laughs> and, and and I was obliged to do my military service at that time. I I did it in in Germany, and uh, previously. Uh, my goal was to join Australia to run a, to run a winery there, but the, the, the job was over when I, I, I finished my my, uh, my military service, and I get an offer to uh, to come here back in uh, in the cognac area. Is the reason why I started uh, in, in the cognac. So I only work in the cognac uh, as a professional. 
a thermized city before. Amazing. Wow. And and Julian, what have, what about you? Have you have you have you always wanted to be in the in the vineyards and in the industry? In Chateau Oh. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Deb. Yes. Just just a word to introduce about about Julian. Julian previously to join uh, to join Hein Company, Hein uh, Hein House was in charge of the of the vineyards. Uh, of Chateau Margot, so everybody knows. Oh, wow. very, very, very high. Nice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Oh, and now, now, Eric, you did mention that you were in in the service and you were a lieutenant colonel. So uh, it's been quoted that you love the mentality where you know that some things are allowed and some things are forbidden, and you like order. So how does that play into being a cellar master at Cognac? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, it's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I believe it's helped a lot uh, because, of course, everybody knows that in, in the army, everything is more or less, not all the time strict, but anyway, there, is, there are limits. And, 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 and of course, we have orders, some, some, uh, some things are, are allowed, but that is a very important thing. How you, 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 you have to, to, get the, to get the target, how you have to, um, to, uh, to, run, to run your way. And uh, I believe in a, in, in a company, more or less, we do the same. Um, everybody, everybody's, uh, everybody speaks about um, project, uh, project running in all, the, all the, the, the companies, all the industries. But in fact, we have to, to know that, uh, firstly, this they, they are the, the soldier. They, 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 uh, they are, we say, they are more or less established uh, this uh, running business. So it, the, the, the link is very easy to, to, to understand. But I love the mentality because, uh, of course, uh, it, it, not everything is, uh, is uh, I would say, is pre, is pre established. But anyway, you have all the time to understand and to appreciate uh, the situation. To, uh, to to uh, to make or to uh, to to take the, the the right decision that is very important and and sometimes if there is a problem in a very very short time so reaction should be very uh, very 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 quick and uh, in the in the army it's something you learn all the time because you are under pressure from 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 all day long yeah I would say there's a lot of pressure <laughs> and you learn how to deal with it yeah. It, but what happens? So, how does that how does that order mindset fit when when what Mother Nature comes in and and changes things? I don't know if that's more for Julian or or Eric, but Mother Nature plays a big role in 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 the life in the life of a cognac house. Yes, of, of yes, you, you you speak you speak about the climate change or about in general just in general you know in, in general. general you know you might want to you know you're planning your harvest to be picked at a certain time and then mother nature is going to decide it's going to rain or the temperature is going to change so it, there's there's a lot of variation you've got to find that that middle ground between order and a little disorder yeah but that's that's the 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 nice thing uh, it's never pre-established. Of course, we have to follow the nature and, and the weather. And uh, very often, when I, I explain, when I speak about the vintage, for example, uh, and so, 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 some questions are: Why is it a very nice vintage? 
I don't know. It's because uh, it's because of God. Sometimes all the elements are very good, and and and, and the harvest is just a good one. And sometimes we are very surprised. Uh, it was a normal year. I, 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 I'm speaking about the rain, the sun, and everything, temperature. And even if everything is just normal, the the, the vintage could be great. So that's part of mystery. So of course we have to follow all the other lines, but sometimes we are also to play with the nature. So it is, <laughs> it's not a thing. So we have to play with, of course. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because Eric, you were born um, in nearby, and I can't pronounce. Angoulême. Um, yes. <laughs> um, and you and you grew up so close to cognac. Was it always your goal to be a cellar master in cognac? No, no, no. My, my, my goal first was to become an enologist, true. And then with the enology, you could work worldwide. It could be in Chile, like in France or in Germany or in the US. Uh, and then I was very interested, of course, to, uh, to make something abroad. And it was Australia for me. So my goal wasn't to come back uh, for, to get a job. Uh, the opportunity and the offer was that Okay, I become cellar master now in the in, in the cognac region, but at the beginning it was to work in the wine industry or in the spirit industry. Yes, that's true, but to work in the cognac uh, in the cognac uh, product, no, it just by chance more or less. Uh, of course, I'm quite happy. There is no problem. My family is here, but it was on the go when you are 23 or 24. You have only one idea in your head: it's to go somewhere and to travel. So my goal wasn't to come back. And now just for our listeners, and honestly for me also, because I ha I will be the first to admit that I am very new to cognac. I think the only cognac I've actually had was in the WSET class. So um, can you just give us a little background on cognac, where it's located, uh, you know, because we cognac is gets its name from... The, the village that it is made. So can you give us a little bit background of where it is and a little bit of the history of that region? So where it is situated? Uh, it is situated in the, in the west part of France, very near from the ocean, 60 kilometers, so for, for 35 miles more or less, so quite near. And uh, 80, kilo, 80 miles north from Bordeaux. Um, so in the west part of France, very near from the sea and the beaches, if some people are interested to spend some nice time here. Um, and, and, and the cognac itself, the name of the cognac, uh, take the name of the, the, the main small town that we have here in the, in, in the, in the vineyards region. Uh, so the, the product take the name of the, uh, of the town. Uh, just to, to give some elements to understand uh, how big is the, is the region of the cognac. Uh, in terms of vines, we have 80,000 hectares. Uh, it represents roughly 12% of the total surface uh, of the vines in France. And to give an example, if, if I, if I uh, compare with the US, uh, the surface represents 20% of the total American surface. In terms of uh, in terms of uh, of, uh, of, uh, of vines, so it's not big, but it's not small. Small, no, not at all. Yeah, the Bordeaux is roughly one hundred, so we are a little, uh, little less. And the Champagne twenty five thousand, so just to give an idea, we are three three times uh, bigger than the Champagne area. Champagne uh, for partly one. 
And like, when did Cognac become like so recognized? Like, I, I, you know, I think you walk someplace, you walk into a restaurant, and, you know, Cognac is a well-known name. I'm not so sure people understand, you know, really know that it's the region also, but it's got this high quality relationship to it. So when do you think that Cognac started its rise? Firstly, firstly, the, the business of the Cognac wasn't made uh, or established by the French, but by the Dutch and the Anglo-Saxon people. Uh, it, it was at the time for the fleets and for the, for the, for, for the people, uh, they have to drink something on the, on, on the ships. Uh, because the, the wine is not so stable in time. And, and, and they, they have the great idea to distill the wine into spirit. And then, of course, the spirit is, is quite stable in time. So it was made, it was made by the, the Dutch and the Anglo-Saxon. So what, what did they, 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 they purchase the wine, they distill the wine, and then they import in, the, in their country. It's the reason why for, for decades or for centuries, uh, the, the British uh, they store a lot of cognac in their in, in, in their uh, warehouses, in their harbors like uh, London, uh, Bristol, or, or Glasgow. Uh, so that that that's that's the beginning of, of, of the history. And then year after year, or decades after decades, the people, of course, they they, they become more and more specialists and, and and lovers about the cognac, and they have understood that the the the, the, the soils and the subsoil surrounded cognac. Uh, are seen as the best uh, because it, it, originally it was more on on the coast uh, near La Rochelle, west from from here, and and then the the, the surface of the vineyards migrate to to the to the east because the soil were better and better. And to be honest, since one century now, uh, it's very well established. And 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 and, and the cognac because the, the vines they are on on the best soil, uh, the quality improved a lot. And it's the reason why the, the cognac is very well known and, and very well uh, appreciated as a very upscale uh, legal product now. That is, that is the story as a summer. And there's a lot of regular, are, are, I'm asking, are there a lot of regulations that what you, how a cognac is made? You ha do you have a regulating body that determines what can and cannot be called a cognac? Yes, it's a it, it's a appellation control appellation like um, like in some countries, but very 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 I would say um, very often in, in France for many different products uh, for wine of course or champagne the Burgundy or something. So the cognac is the same. So it means that the the the, the vines should be in a very strict area. So the, the surface is restricted. Uh, the vines, the varieties, uh, they are, they are uh, defined. The most uh, important is Uniblanc, 98% of the surface. The rest is more or less for memory. Uh, so we have to, to distill. So we, okay, we have vines, so you have understand where we are. Uh, so the limit, they are fixed. Then we have, we have wine by variety. So we, uh, we, do, uh, we do white wine and the winemaking, because it's a white wine, is more or less the same than worldwide. It's strictly the same, so we try to, to do our best uh, to, to obtain the, the, the best wine to be distilled. Then the, the distillation is made in a Charentéor, special pot still, so we distill uh, twice. Huh? It's a, it's a, it's a two-run uh, distillation. 
And then we hedge in oak wood barrels. That is very strict and clear. We only use oak wood, uh, oak wood for, uh, for, for our barrels. And, uh, and uh, the aging uh, must be in the cognac region. You couldn't uh, edge the cognac out of the region, even if it's in France, uh, if you want to, uh, to preserve and to, and to keep the appellation of the cognac. The minimum should be two years. Of course, if you, if you edge for the three first years, for an example, and if you continue to do the edging elsewhere, it's a cognac. But at the beginning, for minimum the two first years, you should edge your cognac in the cognac uh, region. These are the, 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 the most important uh, regulations that we have to follow. So, so technically, your grapes can come from outside the cognac region, but it's the aging that has to occur in cognac? No. All the, all the wines should come from the region cognac. Oh, okay. They should be distilled. They should, stay, they, they, they should, be, they should age here. And then, okay, you could, you could send and, 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 and to to send and uh, okay somewhere of course definitely but at the beginning everything should should come from here okay and then in terms of your barrel program is it new is it a uh, neutral oak is there what what do you use in order to age for in in a large 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 majority and maybe more or less 100 percent all the all the trees we select uh, to make our barrels are from for a large majority from France. Uh, in, in, in Western Europe, we have two different oak trees in terms of varieties. In America, there is another one. It's called uh, the, the white oak. In, in, in France, like in Germany or in uh, the Crimea or in Hungary, we have only two. So all the barrels, they are made from these two different oak trees. Then, of course, after when we have to uh, to form to form the barrel, when you have to burn the the, the piece of wood, they are called the staves, to give the form. Um, uh, there is different dif different I would say different ways. It depends on the style you want to, uh, to 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 give to your cognac. At time, because all the cognac hang, they are very fine, very delicate, very very soft, very supple. Uh, we don't chop a lot. Uh, the states we don't burn a lot. Uh, we prefer to uh, to burn in time than uh, with a lot of power, because at the end of the uh, at the end of the process we want to avoid the smoky impression and the smoky impact uh, for, for for our style. Some other some other uh, houses of cognac they prefer to burn a lot to get this smoky impression. So it's our it's our uh, it's our work. And, and, and for the trees we select, we select the fine grain oak wood. Uh, historically, uh, historically, more used for the white wine of Burgundy. It's more or less something quite rare in the, in the industry of the cognac because, because the, 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 other, the other people or the other houses, they prefer to, uh, to use the limousine oak wood. Limousine oak wood why limousine? Because limousine is it's a very near region for me. And in the past, it was quite easy for, for, for the people to understand with a, with a horse and a cart. It was just one day to get the trees. But now, okay, we could go more north. Uh, but the trees in the north of France, they are, they are fine. That's the reason why we prefer this one for our style. Some others, they prefer some, something else, just to, 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 to introduce more about the, the, the quality of the, of the wood itself and how it could impact the, the, the final product. 
And now we, we're, I'm not going to taste yet, but I just want to talk. We have two different types of, of high in cognac here. We have the rare, um, which is a non-vintage. And then we have this time that is a 2010. So my, my question is how, how is cognac kind of made in turn? Like is this, this non-vintage one, is it kind of like a solar, not that it is a solera system, but kind of that similar thing where you're, it's always your, you have your aging occurring so that it's always consistent year after year. Um, like a Solera system where, you know, it's constantly kind of regulating that it's the same every year or is it every vintage is different and how are you getting that non-vintage cognac? Thank you. Thank you for the introduction because you have more or less the answer. But anyway, in general, the cognac are blends. And why blends? Because our raw material is white. And everybody knows that in the world, everywhere, you have good years and sometimes poor years. Depends on the weather. And the... So it's up and down. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you want to, to, uh, to maintain the quality and to, uh, to maintain consistency in time, uh, the best solution is to blend from different years, from different locations, from different districts, from different, uh, we say, uh, uh, grapes sometimes. But anyway, the goal is to maintain consistency in, 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 in taste. So the cognac for 99% are blends. It's a big parallel and it more or less the same than with the, the, the champagne. The champagne they are blessed, brewed, but you have also vintages. In cognac, we do the same. If a year is very good, uh, you could select the cognac from only one year. In that case, of course, you, you, you put the date and you have the vintage. But in a large majority, the cognac are blessed. At Hein, uh, we are known and, and, and very well recognized as maybe the, the most important vintage maker. And since decades and decades, because it's in our DNA, more or less. Uh, we are, at the beginning, we were English. Hein is not French, huh? you could imagine. So the foundator came from the Dorset in England. And, 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 and our relationship um, uh, with, with, with UK is very strong since a long, long time. And it, it just to, to tell that we, we, we hedge all time some cognac in, in, in UK. And, and the, the cognac we hedge, it was in the past, huh? Uh, where vintage is so the best of the best and the best years. So we continue to do, and the good example is the is the, the, the this domain. It's, I will introduce it a little uh, later on. But anyway, uh, you could find some vintages, but in a large majority we have blends, and the blends are under the the, the, the three denomination that everybody knows: the VS, the VSOP, and uh, and XO. I could come back and explain more. If you want. Just want to take a quick moment to ask a favor. Exploring the Wine Glass has been nominated for a podcast award, and I need your help to get to the finals. It will only take a couple of minutes, but every vote helps. The link to vote is in the show notes, along with instructions. I am in the arts category. You can also head to my Instagram feed to click the link in my bio and follow the directions in the comments of my feed. Thanks so much. Slancha. So I, I want to go a little bit, since this is about the letter U, I want to bring in Uni Blanc, which is the main grape 
that is used in cognac. So can you tell us a little bit about Uni Blanc, like what the grape is like, how it grows? You know, every grape tends to have something that annoys the 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 vineyard manager that they've got to really pay attention to <laughs> you know you know pinot all you know all of that stuff so can you tell us a little about uni blanc and you know what the grape gives you as it grows cognac is made from white grapes varieties whose maturity is characterized by a low concentration of sugar and a high acidity uni blanc is the most widespread accounting for more than 98% of production. Colombard and Fol Blanche variety are also used. Medium seasoned zinc skinned wood variety adapted perfectly to American woodstock, which, which date back to the phylloxera era. The very pronouncing acidity naturally ensure the preservation in the future wine, but also on the above whole, the quality of the future produce. The low sugar contain result in, in a wine which low alcohol contain and allows optimum concentration of aromatic substance after the double distillation stage. A very, very resistant variety to wood. Okay. And so is there, you know, um, how Pinot, you know, has, you know, it's, it's a temperamental grape, people always say, or, you know, um, yeah, you know, Cab Franc, you, we want it, it, it's an earlier ripener compared to, you know, the Cabernet Sauvignon. Is it, does it, does it have anything that you need to pay attention to that you're concerned in the vineyard? Like, is, is it mildew prone? Is it, you know, anything like that? Or is it just a great grape to be dealing with? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the most important thing, and, and, and Julien and, and Julia introduced it, it's a very, it's very resistant to rot. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Resistant I, I mean, to rot. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I mentioned that Pauini from the ocean. So it means that we have a lot of clouds. They come from the ocean. It means a lot of rain. Rain, moisture, rain, mushrooms, rain, uh, uh, disease, uh, mildew, and oidium. So that that is the, the that is the the, the 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 most important thing we want to avoid. And it's very resistant to rot because Uniblanc, uh, it, it's um, it's a variety uh, which comes from the from Italy. The 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 the, the cousin of the Uniblanc is Trebbiano Toscano. Oh, okay. So it comes from the Toscano first. So you could imagine it's not small in the south. So the, 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 the maturity here is less than there in the south. Uh, so it's the reason why Julien said that it's quite acid and, and, and with low uh, level of sugar. But it's that we need to make uh, the, the best cognac uh, because too, too much sugar means less acidity. And the acidity, uh, it's part of the, um, of the esters and the esters at the end of the day uh, is the bouquet. Uh, so it's the reason why the Uni Blanc is very well, uh, very well dedicated uh, variety to, to make to make to make cognac. That is that is the, the history. But that is the truth. That is the truth. And being so close to the being so close to the the water, you're having you have that coastal influence. Do you have the fog that that sets down? No fog. 
We no fog. No, we don't have fog, but we, we have a, a lot of, of, of rain. Uh, not so much, but anyway, uh, enough. Uh, and, and because it's, it's less now the case because the, the I would say the child, the, the weather change definitely. So uh, when I was a child, because I come from here, from this region, the, 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 we, it was quite, uh, quite often to do the harvest uh, late of October. And you could imagine in October, it's quite late in the season, and, uh, and we, we, we have a, a lot of rain. And in that case, if you have a lot of rain during the, during the, the harvest, uh, it means you could have rot. Uh, it's something we want to, it's the reason why the, the uniblance is very, very important. Unless it's not the case now, because we, we start the harvest uh, mid-September, mid, mid so it's, it's less important. It's less, it's, less, it's less an issue now, but it was before. Okay, and now to, to maintain that sugar to acid ratio, ratio that you're looking for, do are you when you're walking through the vineyards uh, and you're getting ready to harvest, are you looking for a range of bricks? Yes. I, oh, do you you do call it bricks? I don't. You don't call it bricks, do you? No, There's we have we have other, but it is the same. It is the, the level of sugar, so we, yeah, okay. We don't stay. We we have don't we don't have the same scale, but anyway, uh, of course, it's something we follow. We follow in our vineyard. Uh, it's the, the the job of of Julian, but we have we have also uh, uh, an organization for for the, the cognac appellation called BNIC, who is in charge of more or less all the regulation and everything, and they have a research department. Quite, quite high and very, very uh, professional. And they do everything uh, to help us and to follow uh, from more or less August to the, to, to, to the end, uh, end of September. And they, they, have, they pick some grapes everywhere so, and, they, and they could deliver the right, uh, the right level where we are and how we could uh, imagine and, uh, and, and, and when we have to start our, our harvest. So it's a good help. Basically, it is necessary. Oh, well. it is Wow. Okay. All right. And then, uh, Julian. So, Oni Blanc is actually locally known by by Saint Damien by the name Saint Damien. So, what is the relationship between Oni Blanc to Saint Damien? Yeah, it's uh, it is uh, called Saint Damien because it is said to have come come to Charente via Saint Damien. The first Oni Blanc vine Oni in France, in Avignon, then in the Gironde, notably in Cadillac. All right, so the, that that's kind of cool. How do they know how it, how, you know, how it moved? Like, like are you saying that it started there? No, it, it, it's, it, it's historically, you know, the 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 the, 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 the disaster. It was not this more more the disaster of the phylloxera. Oh, okay. It's, it's from 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 USA, uh, from America. You know, just uh, insect. <laughs> so, well, you know, you know, you know. so anyway, uh, more or less, all the vines disappears in, in Europe. So they, they they die. So simple like that. And we have to uh, we have to finally uh, to find uh, the solution. And the, the solution was um, by grafting uh, the European varieties on American roots. Right. So that that we do, and we continue to do the same. And at the same time, um, the people they started to uh, to understand and to have a look how the, the new varieties could help us at the time because the people they, they 
they, they were uh, looking for everything everywhere because they want to, 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 to succeed and they want to, uh, to, to what we say, to, to, yes, to, to find the right solution. And, and, and they, they found also that the UD blanc could be an advantage because it was resistant to rot. So they take some, some, some plants from the south of Italy and they take it uh, uh, to, to, to the Cognac region throughout the town of Saint-Emilion. And I believe one guy say, oh, it's a Saint-Emilion because they just uh, heard that could be it's a plant from Saint-Emilion. No, it was, it was because it was on the way. So it's a mistake anyway. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, it's disturbing a little bit, but there is no there is no link with something. There is no link. It's it's a it's a misunderstanding that just stuck. It's just <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, it's I get it. I, <laughs> I get it. It it it's a great story. It's always it's always kind of intriguing how sometimes something that is not true sticks around longer than something that is truthful. You know, the, the story, the story sticks around much longer. Hey, I get it. All right. Um, and then, so let's talk about Hein itself. So it's been a cognac house for over 250 years. So can you, can you guide us through kind of the little, a little bit of the history? You mentioned how it, it kind of began, but let's kind of, you know, do a little timeline for through from there to now. Uh, from the beginning, I wasn't born, so I could just reply. And anyway, no, but, <laughs> of course, uh, even after, yeah, the, the fundator come from 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 the south of England. Just I, I read it, it was Thomas Hein, and he married here, and he gave uh, the company his name. So it's called Thomas Hein since uh, the, the beginning, more or less. And um, and uh, as he was uh, English, uh, of course, the, the relationship and the, the business was. Uh, uh, firstly, made with the with UK, and then uh, and then uh, worldwide. So is the reason uh, why the, the the house of fine is established in Jarnac and not in Cognac. Um, if you have the occasion to come here, and you are welcome. Anyway, the region of Cognac is quite small, and you have two two uh, not big big cities, but two small cities uh, where the houses of Cognac are. Cognac and Jarnac, 10 kilometers be between, more or less, or 12, it means uh, seven miles, very near, right. on, the, on the Sharon River. And why on the Sharon River? For the history, because the Sharon River before was the, 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 the highway, because everything was made by boat for, for, for the export. Right. The reason why the, the, the Cognac success is important, because we, the Cognac region was in a, in a way for, to, to the harbor. So, uh, so Hein is established in, in, in Jarnac, and since the, the beginning, we continue to, 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 to export our cognac, and, uh, and, and uh, even if we continue to, uh, to, to make cognac, to purchase, uh, to age, to blend, and, and finally uh, to, to, to sell to the, to the consumer, we are also uh, wine growers, and, and, and Julien is the director of the, of the, of the estates. So it means uh, we're in charge of the product from the roots of the vine to the to the to the glass on the table in the in the in the New Jersey or in the in San Francisco. So <laughs> no, it's true. It's, it's it's not the case for everybody because very uh, for a long long time uh, the houses of cognac they only do business. They only did business. They purchase the wine or the the, the distillate from the from the wine grower or the stiller. 
they continue, they hedge and they blend and they sell. Uh, just a few companies, more or less, uh, are able to, um, to do the whole, the whole process like us. That is very important for the quality and for the consistency in time. It means the cognac we have in our warehouses, 10 years old, 20 years old, they come from our estates and everything is, is, uh, is done uh, to follow our style. That is important. Uh, of course, if you, if you purchase from the trade, if you work with some workers, sometimes you, you find that you need it, but sometimes less. So uh, it could be uh, difficult for the seller master. Of course, it's, it's the job, so I'm shut of it in a way, you have to cook it. But <laughs> it's less easy if, 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 you, if you start to elaborate your, your quality first in line when we, with, with your uh, quality or quality policy. That's exactly the way we do at time. And, and the style of Hein was established a long, long time ago. Uh, Hein, in, in, in the cognac, in the cognac approach is maybe the, 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 the most floral, the, the finest, the most delicate, the very soft, um, a very, very velvet product. It's totally true. And if you have a look, something we could discover after. If you have a look about our cognac, they are quite pale, they are not so dark. So it means yeah. what? There is less wood. Uh, the wood is very important for the, for the aging. Of course, we need wood uh, because it's combination with the element of the of the cognac of the, of the distillate, and it's part of the bouquet and the, and the, I would say and the complexity. But if there is too much wood, the wood could be seen as a killer. It could cover the, the finesse and the bouquet. So at times, as we want to preserve the richness and, and the delicacy, because we only work with the champagne to district the best. And because from these two districts, the cognac, the, the, the wine are the best uh, in terms of uh, richness of aromas, we don't want to cover this aroma. So it's the reason why we reduce the, 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 the quantity of, uh, of wood, uh, just that we need to, 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 to maintain balance. And it's also a reason why we don't chart a lot the, 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 the state, because we don't want to have too much tannin, but only the, 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 the I would say, the, the vanilla, uh, approach and, and the soft tannins uh, just to, uh, to, to, to maintain and, and to keep the, 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 this richness of the, of the distillate. So the finesse and, and the delicacy of wine, it's really the signature of the, of the style and, and since the beginning. So it's more or less a summit of the, of the DNA of the, of the whole different from, from, the, from the whole range, I guess. So now you, you mentioned that it, it, you distill it twice, right? And it's a, is it pot belly still? What, is there a specific, it's a pot belly still that you have to use, correct? It's a, it's a, it's a copper still. It's copper a copper still, okay. Okay, uh, to, to, to distill worldwide, we have, there are two different uh, types. We have quite small, small, um, small still with uh, like, like an onion style or something round more or less, or you have a column. Uh, right. Column for the for, for the rum for, for the for the for the whiskies, uh, for the grain for the grain whiskey. The same for the benzene, for the gasoline if you want more or less. Right? Just a selection of, uh, of different. No, it's true. Huh? And it's right. <laughs> and 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 for the cognac we only use uh, this copper steel uh, made in this form of onion. Uh, in comparison, more or less like for the whiskey. Uh, the, the, the if if you you take the example of the Scotch whiskey. 
the mold, the mold is only distilled in pot steel, like that we use here. A little bigger, but the format is the same. Otherwise, if you have a blend whiskey, blend whiskey could be mold plus grain whiskey, and the grain is distilled in a column. In cognac, everything is done, everything is distilled in a in a in a in a in a pot steel, and we distill twice. Uh, like for the mold, the same, uh, because uh, after the first run, you are not allowed, uh, you are not uh, able to uh, to get a, a quite high uh, level of ABV. Okay, so so uh, when you when you harvest the Oni Blanc, when you harvest the fruit, you allow it to finish fermenting, or are you stopping fermenting before distilling? We finish. It is fully fermented. And yes. then are you distilling immediately after fermentation or is it weighing? Do you, are you holding it for a while and aging it for a while and then and then distilling? No, we could stop the day after. Okay. Uh, it's not so evident technically, but in general, we, we wait one or two weeks and we stop. Uh, okay. And, 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 we, uh, and we stop at the end of March by the law. Uh, that, that it's, uh, that it's uh, a regulation. It's not because it's not possible to distill after, but it's to preserve the quality of the wine. Because in the in the in the wine we use in in the cognac region, we don't add any sulfides because okay. the, the sulfide during the distillation process makes very very uh, I would say difficult and, and bad taste. So we don't, we 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 don't add anything to preserve the the, the quality of the wine. So the only thing. Uh, or the only help we have to maintain the, the, the quality of the wine uh, is the temperature, outside temperature. And you could imagine in the winter, it's colder than in the summer. So the people here, they have decided end of March, it's enough. So we stop the, the, the distillation. So we distill more or less from October to end of, uh, to end of March. Okay, that's kind of cool. All right, I get that. <laughs> All right, so now the House of Hine has three tiers or groupings, I guess. Uh, you have the great classics, the singulars, and the exceptional. So can you explain what each of those three tiers mean to Hein? Uh, the great classics are more or less the denomination of everybody uh, on the shelves. You have some selection of cognacs. You have the VS category, the VSOP Nixo, VS we have kept the English uh, denomination because VS means very special, special. and VSOP very super old pay. So we have in France, but we have kept the British NXO uh, and uh, extra. So these are blends. These are blend, and everybody do the do do these uh, categories. At time we don't make VS. We start with the VSOP uh, for one reason because we only work with Grand and Petit Champagne, and Grand and Petit Champagne. They, 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 they do the best wine and the best cognac, but they need more time to reach a certain maturity. So to make a VS, I mean quite young cognac with uh, wine made from the, the studio champagne is a nonsense because there is not there is not enough maturity to make something something good. So it's the reason why we start with the VSOP. So everybody do the VSOP. Uh, at time we have the, the VSOP hedge behind, for example, and we have the XO antique. So everybody, these are the, the, the main range and the normal range. Then we have something uh, exceptional, or how you, you mention it, uh, I don't use the, the second the second family. The the great classics and then the singulars? 
The singular. Thank you so much. The singular. Uh, why singular? Because it's something rare. Uh, and not everybody do, do this such product. And one good example, the one good example is, is the domain, domain cognac. So it's something we have launched uh, 10 years ago, and we started more or less 10 years ago. Uh, uh, it was more or less my idea at the beginning. We are quite very happy and lucky uh, to have a very nice estates in Grand Champagne, in the heart of the Grand Champagne. Uh, Grand Champagne, more or less, uh, it's uh, 15 different uh, communes or parishes. And among these parishes, fine, they are very, very good. And one is Bonneuil. Uh, and our main estate, from where Julien uh, uh, is coming, or is in charge of it, um, the, the, the soil, the subsoil, and the quality of the wine is gorgeous. So I decided, why don't we uh, propose to the consumer something from that uh, so typical uh, estate and, and domain? So we have decided to launch the best years, only a small quantity, a small, uh, small, yes, small quantity. I mean, uh, 20 or 25 barrels, not more. So it wow. means, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a lot, huh? It's just a couple of uh, thousand of bottles. Uh, it means from the same, from from a unique, a unique, uh, a unique, uh, a unique uh, estate. Right? It's a single estate, single year. Because because we are the best year and the, and the single single plot. So I select the, the, the best plot everywhere. So it's real the the, the the example or the expression of the of the terroir. It's a domain product. And if I do the comparison with Chateau Margaux, every year at Chateau Margaux, they do something good and and it's the the, the product of the combination between weather and the soil. So domain nine is strictly the same. It's a good example. So it's a domain product, and uh, it should be seen as a as a as a unique product because if if I have a look surrounded here, only Hein produce this such a, this such product. Wow! And it's wow. a vintage, of course. It's a vintage. Vintage. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna get to the the most fun part of this, and we're gonna we're gonna taste. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> so my first question is. How do you, somebody who is just coming into cognac, just trying cognac, how are you suggesting someone taste cognac? What, what do they do? What temperature, you know, how, how, how does somebody new to it approach? Now I noticed that, um, in the rare, uh, I'm sorry, in the, yeah, in the rare, in with this bottle, I had a very special package that also included um, these cute little, uh, ice, ice things. Um, so basically what I did was I opened it. I saw there was an H for the hind and mm -hmm. then you filled it and then I froze it. So I have ice cubes here. So are, do you typically drink cognac over ice cubes? It depends. It depends. Okay. It, it, it's a very good question. The, the question was, how do you, how do you prefer to taste it? It depends if you yes. want to taste it, if you want to drink it. First. Okay. It's not the same. No, no, it's a joke. Uh, it, it, I, no, 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 I get it because you can uh, either uh, drink, you can drink wine, or you can, you know, you can sip wine, or you can drink wine. So I get it. Anyway. I'm right there with you. The same. The, the same for the opinion. No, uh, it, it depends if you if you want to to, to drink it neat. Uh, to drink it neat, uh, the, the, the 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 glass the, the the glass shape 
is very important. The best, if you drink it, neat. Okay. The best is the oh, one okay. or the port wine glass or the wine glass. Okay. Not, the, not, not the flute of the champagne, even right, if right. neat. Then, if you want to drink it, because it's very warm and it's very hot outside, and you you are uh, you are in, uh, in New Orleans and you have to drink it. Uh, so, if you put an ice cube, of course, your glass is totally good. It's gorgeous and the right one. Uh, if you drink the cognac is behind, and if you make a cocktail or a long drink, of course, take a bowler, take a take a very tall glass. There is no no, no problem. But if you want to to, to drink the cognac. Need, and if it's a very old cognac, from the very rare cognac, aged more than 50 years, something like that, and the, 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 the price is very high, of course, you don't put any, any, any we say, coke or, or, or juice in it. So you drink it like, like to like taste that. it. That's true. So, in that case, the, the, the glass is very, very important to, uh, I would say, to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to, to make the best. Uh, but otherwise, if you have if you have an ice cube, and something I, I do in the in, in the summer, right? It, it, but it, it depends on you. It depends how uh, how you you like it. Uh, the best way to appreciate it, it's like you like, like you love. It's not my it's not my my idea. Uh, maybe we, we don't like the same thing, but anyway, you are right. If you appreciate it, so if you appreciate, I love it. it. Keep yeah. it. That's right. I tell everybody all the time, you should never tell, you should never let anybody tell you what you like or what you don't like. If you like it, it's a great wine. You know, if you don't like it, it could be a thousand dollar bottle of wine. If you don't like it, it's not a good wine, Gia. Good. <laughs> all right. So how, how do you want me to try this? Because I, I'm going to drink, I'm going to follow what you, what you suggest me to do. Do I, do I dump the ice cubes? Cause I have another glass here. It's still the same shape, sadly. But what do you, what what are you suggesting? Uh, you have, you have, you have the rare and you have the 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 bonnet. Right, um, and which one do we taste first? So there is no big issue if you no because they are not so far in terms of um, of uh, we say. Of course, they are different, but they are not so far in 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 terms of um, I would say. Of charge of, of wood. That is very important. Okay. It, it is the woody in, the woody impact. Uh, anyway, you have all time to start with the lightest. If there is something wood or woody at the end, right? The, okay. The last makes sense. Anyway, both are quite light. There is no problem. So you could start with the rare. Uh, all right. I have, to, I have to take the rare. So okay. the rare, the rare. I think we should start for for everybody. So the the rare is a blend. It's a blend of. of of champagne, ground and petit champagne. Uh, so uh, for me, personally, I have a, I have a telip one. Um, so it's a blend made from ground and petit champagne. Uh, it's a very, very delicate, very soft, very light and fruity cognac. Uh, have a look again about the color. It's not, uh, it's not so dark. Uh, no, and I have to say, I kind of in my brain, I always, I thought cognac was was dark. So I was I was surprised when this when it when it arrived and I looked at it I was like oh this is lighter than I thought so now is this lighter than others because of your oak because of your toast yeah Are because because they they use more wood or they or, or when when I speak they use more wood it means the toast the cognac stay a longer time in new oak wood at the first, oh okay during during the the, the beginning of the aging 
and then they chop more uh, and and they and, and develop more the stem when they when they do the, the form to the to, to the bar. So anyway, this one is very very fruity and easy to drink and very and very elegant and rich in the aromas and never aggressive. At times you don't find any cognac with aggressivity. That's our uh, it's our we say a uh, touch of uh, of style. Oh, it's so. All right, so I'm gonna say one of the reasons why I don't drink, I stick to wine mostly, is because lots of the spirits, lots of things like that, they burn. They burn me, and this yeah. does not at all. This. Thank you, thank you so much. It's uh, it's it's our goal. It's that I, I try to make all the time, because very often a lot of uh, of people and and first the female they say I don't drink cognac because. <laughs> It's very harsh. It's very yeah. aggressive. At time, no. There is one reason also. It's because when we when we distill our wines, we distill our wines with the lees. The lees are the dead east and and some element from the from the from the grapes and from the interior of the grapes. And 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 and, and these two elements, uh, they they give uh, I would say they give some softness. And they, 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 they deliver an impression of something, uh, we say, buttery or creamy. And it makes the cognac easy to drink. Uh, yeah. And just a few just a few houses of cognac that distill with the least because it's more complicated. It could be dangerous anyway. But at time, it's something we do and for, for, for that goal. It's, I, I shouldn't sound so surprised, but I am because my past experiences were not were not very good. Like I said, the only cognac I really had was when I was in the WSET class and I I literally keeled over. I was like, <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, um, in which they then told me that I should put water in it, um, that 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 was what I should do. And I questioned that because if the cognac house wanted me to put water in in it there would be a process to not have you know you know what i'm saying this I, the, the I, I don't think the cognac house would want you to dilute their cognac that's you know um yeah. this this is really lovely it's so the the aromas it it's kind of a, a there's like an an uh, a spiced orange uh, uh like, orange orange very common in the hind products uh, it, I believe it's our it's our proper process, uh, and more and more for the cognac we continue to age in uh, in England uh, because the conditions are totally different there. Uh, it's colder and so, but the orange impression, the citrusy impression, yeah, is, is very present. Yeah, very very often. It's totally true. Yeah, it's very it's very nice. Like I can sit back and chill with this. This is nice. Nice end of the day, relaxing. Hey, it's it's a great time for us. It's uh, seven and a half p.m. For you, it's eleven something, no? It's eleven a.m. for me. It's close enough. <laughs> yeah. no, it's a it's eleven a.m. Anyway. No, no, it's true. Yeah. It's a very good time. All right, this is really, really. Oh, I'm so. I have to tell you, I'll be honest. I was a little worried because of my reaction in the WSET class. I was like, okay, poker face, poker face. If it's gonna, if it's not gonna be, you know, if it's gonna burn me, poker face. But it really is it's it's gentle and but it's so f powerful in flavor but gentle in that burning sensation in the you know 
Now, I don't know if that's making sense. It's because it's it very. I agree. I agree. Next time you could do the presentation because you have the right words to describe. <laughs> it's, it's totally true. Is that we? Uh, it's how we describe the the, the cognac line. But it's not just describing. It's also something you could, uh, I would say, something you could uh, appreciate and, and and understand when you when you taste it. Yes, so. absolutely, absolutely. Because because a good cognac should be, as you totally say, totally right, it's very soft and everything, and it should be rich in aromas. Because so so many cognac, because they are too woody, they have they have one impression that the wood. And beside that, the wood and the wood and the wood. So they are mono. It's true, huh? mono taste or mono. So at time, it's an ex it's an explosion. It, it, it's like a bouquet of aromas, because we be, because we have at the beginning, of course, definitely uh, throughout the aromas, and because we come, we keep them. We keep the, these aromas. We never cover them with the wood. No. <laughs> never, never, never. All right. Let's move on to the, the second. Uh -huh. Yes. So now this is a this is a 2010. Yes. And it's pretty cool because it's got what bottle number it is. Uh, so this is my bottle is 108 out of only 450 bottles. So first of all, thank you. If you only have 450 bottles of this, thank you so much for sharing it with me. Um, and now, so it it was bottled uh, in 2020. So it was bottled July. July 21st, 2020. Um, and then it also has a cask number on it. It says 18 out of 18. So can you explain? Uh, just, yes, just to sum up, um, uh, the, the, the Bonneuil is not easy to, 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 to tell in English. I know Bonneuil means good eye because the, 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 where we are situated, there is an overview and it's very nice. So it means Bonneuil, good eye, oh. nice overview. So that's the meaning. Okay. So uh, uh, we 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 elaborate and we launch onto the market the, this this uh, special product only the best years. So oh nine we don't have because we don't make it because it wasn't so so good. Eleven the same. So you are very lucky with the two thousand and ten because it, I believe is one of the one of the best since the this, the last thirty years. To be honest, it's a very very nice vintage. Not only for the cognac for the for the, the, the Bordeaux or Riaducent, and, uh, and, and Julien could speak a lot about it. So only the best years, and I select from this from the best uh, plot of the of, of the estate uh, after the, the wine making, of course, and after the distillation because we distill batch by batch, and I select the best, and from this best I select twenty or twenty five, uh, uh, not more, uh, cask. They are aged in a separate uh, where cellars, not warehouse because it's smaller. It's a cellar on the on the estate, strictly on the estate. And after eight nine years, uh, we uh, we finalize the the the, 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 the cognac uh, and and we start to sell it. And when I speak about the, this cognac, it's totally pure cognac. The, the only thing we had in this cognac is just water to reduce the ABV. That's it. There is no addition of nothing. So it's real, it's real, the truth of the cognac. And this cognac is called, as a, as a professional, eau de vie brute. Brute means, you understand, brute, brute, huh? totally mm -hmm. natural. So in, 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 in a blend, you could appreciate it or you could understand that, that cognac as one of 
the ingredients of, of a blend. But in that case, it's only one, of course, unity because it, because it is the best. So the goal is to propose the best years from the best location of our of our estate. So we started with 2005, we have the six, the eight, but you don't have the seven because that's a good, the nine, and the, and the next will be um, 2012. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and not 11. So, and we want really uh, to propose uh, the, the, that I explained it before. So I mean the expression of the of the combination between between weather and and and, and soil that, that that's it and of course for the rest we try to do our best and again have a look about the color it's very pale oh yes we have to open it first yes oh it's 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 lighter it it's even lighter than the original than the rare yes it extra made it extra made because more than for the other cognac of, of the ranch we want to preserve the richness of the aromas. And the more you have the wood, the less you have the, 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 the I would say, the, uh, the, 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 I would say, the less you have the explosion of the, of the aromas, because the wood could cover a little bit. So the reason why it's very pale in wood, because they stay just, instead of eight to nine months in your wood, only five months. Oh, just okay. to, to, yes, because we, we need the wood, but not so much. Because we want really to preserve this fruitiness, this floral hint. See now, I still get orange, but it's a different orange. It's it's um, I still get orange, but the, the first one kind of had like a, a a little spice to that orange, and this does not. This this is more citrus or you know citrus with that orange. Personally, personally, I found a little bit melon. Oh, it's a whole, oh, wow. That's a whole different, that's a whole different wine, cognac. It's that the, the palate is, and it, I don't, this to me is higher acid. Uh, my yeah. tongue is really salivating more on this one than on, on the rare. Um, and it, it's more, the, the, the fruit is longer on, on my palate on this one than on the rare. Um, it's, it's longer. They are very different. They are it, very different. It is totally different, but but have a look again. Two thousand and ten is one of the best since maybe twenty years. It's a great, great, great year. So it's a very good vintage. Uh, some others you could have less concentration in, in aromas, but this one, particularly, is a very, very good, uh, very good cognac because it was a good wine, a good year. So you are quite lucky to uh, to have the occasion to test together, even if we are quite uh, far away. Anyway. Yes. yes, we'll toast far away. Yeah. Well, I am honored that I like I said four hundred and fifty bottles, and I am getting to taste it. And this is this is incredible. This is really uh, and and to be able to taste the difference between the two is is quite an experience. Being able to to tell that difference. It is the true cognac. Okay. It is a natural cognac. The cognac should be like that. If it's if it's very dark, if it's very woody, sometimes it's too much, and and, and, and it's a shame really if you have something very expressive with a lot of different uh, hints or or flavors, and if at the end of the process, if you if you cover them, so we don't want to cover them. Is the reason why. Uh, we had uh, we had less wood, or, or we we manage our aging with less wood to preserve uh, okay. this uh, this fruitiness and richness and uh, and and cheers and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question, and you don't have to answer it, but 
So in the United States, you know, we have some wine that is maybe not so great of quality that the wineries try to hide the, the lack of quality by increasing that oak, by, you know, changing what you're looking at. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> so you don't have to answer if you don't want to. But do you think that that occurs in some cognac houses that they might not have the quality that you have? That do I have to to reply? No, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> As I said, you I, that, that you you do not. But I I I can I I when you have quality grapes, when you have qu a quality product, you don't want it to hide behind a, a winemaker's you know, what the winemaker does, you know, one of the biggest things, Julian, right, the wine, the wine is made in the vineyard, right? That's where it starts. And if it's done correctly in the vineyard, then the winemaker or the cellar master's job is a lot easier. You know, it's when they've got to start doing ducks and weaves to try to do something else to make it a better wine, right? We want, we want less manipulation to have that. So, but no, you don't need to answer it. I just thought I'd answer that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, you are totally right, and we're on the same line. You could be, uh, you could, I could, I could agree more. It's, it's also a teamwork. Julian is in charge of the vines. Of course, he should make the best grapes in a good shape uh, because they are good terroir. So anyway, if the shape of the grapes they are very high, we make very good wines. We have to okay. We, are, we don't have to make mistakes. And then we have to do our best during the distillation, in the aging, and at the end, if you have everything from the beginning, and if you don't make any mistakes, you shouldn't. You you are, you are able to make the best product. Definitely, is that we try to do, and uh, I'm quite happy if you have discovered something, uh, something I would say special anyway, but made very good, uh, and how the cognac could be. Well, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. It's it is beautiful and. The, the difference between the two, uh, it's, it makes the experience even better to know, to, to have been able to taste them both. Um, there, there is a different, this, this to me is more, has more fruit, fruit forwardness to it than, than the rare. Um, and the, the acid is, is higher, you know, the salivation, that acid level is, is higher. Um, but the, and like I said, the rare is delicate but powerful at the same time and yeah. in the most perfect ways. Yeah, it's yeah. Very and, and as it's a blend, it means we have so many different things. Of course, it's more complex at the end. In that, in, in that one, it's, it's a unique product. It's only one batch. In that one, 20 or 25 different batches. So they are picked and selected for their proper qualities. And of course, they are rich at the end. Uh, even if it's the best year, uh, it's unique. But it's very, yeah, very sharp. Uh, it could be a little more salty and so on. The, 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 the nose is gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, so. gorgeous. Gorgeous is a perfect uh, descriptor of it. So I just ha I have one more question in terms of because um, the the cognac region and you had mentioned it, it's it's called champagne, but it's my question. I guess is champagne is so specific of you know what champagne regulates right they have the riots they have all of that to to keep their name champagne how how are you allowed to put champagne on it 
Uh, it, 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 it's a long history. Uh, uh, it, it, the root, the root of the name Champagne um, uh, are uh, or take took part uh, during the invasion of the Romans uh, with uh, Caesars at uh, the beginning of the two, two millennium ago. Everywhere, when the Romans, uh, when the army of the Romans, everywhere when they have discovered the same soil that they have surrounded Roma, the, 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 the town in Italy, uh, the, the capital of Italy, uh, they gave the same name because surrounded Roma, the soils are very chalky. And the, and the province there is called Campania. Okay. So, okay, you know that. So everywhere they have found the same soil, they gave the same name. When you travel in France or Western Europe, everywhere you find some villages with Campagnac, Champagnol, Champagne. Everywhere they have the same name, even in the south of England, in Switzerland, Germany, or in, in Belgium. So it means, Champagne means chalky soil. So it's the case in the north of France from where the people, they do sparkling wine, Champagne. So I study in Rice, so I know very well. I know the Champagne and I appreciate a lot. But here, because it's very chalky and we have on the same level in terms of geology, so it's also called Champagne. So Champagne is the soil. Okay. And, uh, and in the Champagne for the, for the product, uh, they, they, gave the, they gave the name of the soil. Here we gave the name of the, of the town. But in fact, the soil, they are the same. They are very similar, very, very similar. So but you, could find, you could find also champagne wine in Switzerland because they love red champagne wine in Switzerland. Not ah. white wine. Okay. Right. All right. All right. Little, all right. Awesome. And then my last question is going to go back to Julian um, because I, I, am, I am a tree hugger. I love the environment. I do all of this. And so the House of Hind just renewed your certification uh, environmental for cognac uh and then the hbe and it's you've got a double certification uh that's 90 percent, and you're looking to get to a hundred percent so congratulations because i i love any place that does something for the environment um but so what what's the story behind it the passion behind it and where do you see what are you doing to to continue that certification we are very proud to be among the first in the cognac region to have the dual certification for all your estates this is a crucial step towards true traceability in the vineyard it is a real foundation for going even further in your environmental approach to Europe. I, I just have to say, I love it. I love it because it's you're you're the first you're the first. So to be the first to do anything is wonderful. But in my opinion, to be the first to do something for the environment is is kudos. So not only, but I think that that carries over to allowing Eric to make this incredible cognac. That you know, phenomenal cellar master. But you have to start with good grapes. You have to start with good vineyards. And in order to have good grapes and good vineyards, you have to care about nature. You have to care about the soils. You have to care about giving back, you know, what what Mother Nature is giving to you. So thank you for doing that. And it shows in it shows in the wines themselves. So kudos. thank you. Thank you so much for us. Uh, yes, kudos. For and your confidence and for your approach. 
I'm sorry, what? No, no, I thank you so much for your confidence and for the dis oh. for discovering our, our our product and how we could appreciate it, even if it's in different ways. I mean, different glasses or different yes. with something or neat or... Well, I'm going to, I have, I'm not, this is embarrassing to say, I actually have a glass that is similar to that shape, um, but I, I I saw the ice cubes, so I went with it. No, you are, you are, you are in the right, no problem. <laughs> so, so that is good. That is good. And then before we leave, I just want everybody to know how to find you. So if they come, now that things are opening up again, if they come to the Cognac region, can they come and visit the House of Hein? Can they do tastings there? Are are you welcoming guests? Of course, we have we have uh, the people. Okay, we have the, the COVID for the time, but uh, I mean, it could be uh, finished in a couple of months or something. But anyway, uh, of course, we have uh, we have uh, some uh, visiting tour here. Uh, you could also visit uh, the, the estate, huh? it's not so far. And uh, you could also have a personal or dedicated tasting. Yeah. Why, why not? Which I <laughs> highly recommend now. <laughs> that's, that's right. But anyway, no, every, everybody is very well uh, welcome here uh, to visit us uh, and, to, and to take part and, and to understand more about uh, how we, uh, we run the the cognac production and how we could make this such a nice product and uh, and uh, the people they could appreciate uh, a lot. Thank you so much. Thank well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking your time, both Julian and Eric. Um, and thanks to Clayton for organizing it for us and for sending me these wines. And I will do, I don't, I, I say slancha. So I don't know if you do this with, if you do, you do cheers with cognac. I don't know, but I'm going to do it with you anyway. So I Sorry. say slancha. I say slancha, which is Irish Gaelic. So it's slancha. And thank you very much. Enjoy your evening. And thank you both for, for such an educational experience and for wonderful cognac. Have a great night. Thank you so much. It was a great pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Bye. This has been another episode of Exploring the Wine Glass. Thanks for listening. If you have suggestions on what topics you would like me to discuss, please reach out on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Exploring the Wine Glass. I am also on LinkedIn as Lori Hoypud. Of course, you can always email me at exploringthewineglass at gmail.com. If you enjoyed what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find me more easily. And most importantly, tell your wine-loving friends, because if you like the podcast, they will too. Music is Wine by Kivens. Until next week, slancha. Right now.